Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Team with one timeout left. Shot clock gets late. Tatum on its way. Oh, Jason Tatum. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Wednesday morning, folks. It's hump day. We're going to get through it. I promise, folks. We had a great slate of games in the NBA on Tuesday night. I'm Mo DeKeel. With me is Andrew Schlecht, who's normally the producer, but today he's grabbing a mic because he wants to talk so much. Andrew, how you doing? Just here to talk about Dort. That's all I'm here for. Yeah, great. We're going to go completely skipping past Dort having a career high <laughs> uh, and go right to the Boston Celtics Portland Trailblazer game 116-115 uh, Celtics triumph. amazing game like I don't know what else to say 24 lead changes 8 ties in this game it was unbelievable Andrew we've had a lot of stinkers on Tuesdays I feel like and this (laughs) one uh, did not disappoint tonight man what a game I feel like everybody kind of had their their chance to to show out a little bit we even had like a vintage mellow or mellow score like 7 points in a row for the Blazers like that was outstanding you had the inevitable Dame time. And then you had Jason Tatum giving the dagger to Damian Lillard and the Blazers. Just everything you could want in an NBA game. Yeah. So, you know, just to kind of frame it a little bit, it looks like the Celtics are going to kind of pull away with a close win down the stretch. And then Dame just goes off. He's hitting threes. He's rejecting screens and, and just pulling up from ridiculous range. Finishes with 11 points in the fourth quarter. The he misses a bucket when they're down one and the Celtics come down. They're burning clock a little bit. They know they got time. Jason Tatum goes to his patented sidestep three move. And Andrew, we've seen this a bunch from him. We've yep. seen him miss it a ton of times. And when he, as soon as I saw him going into his sidestep, I was like, is he really going to take this shot again? <laughs> and then he drills it. And I go like, I guess this is his go-to move. Puts the Celtics up four. Game's not over yet. Norman Powell no. hits a three from the Moda sign. Yes. Y- y- you know, uh, and, and, and puts the Blazers down just one. They foul. Marcus Smart's at the free throw line, misses the first. So I thought the Celtics did a really smart job missing that free throw down the stretch, missing it at the end. And, you know, by the time the Blazers get the rebound and everything, Dame has like a half second to chuck it up from full court. Yeah. They built a wall as well in front of Dame. They were like, don't worry about anybody else. (laughs) Don't just do not let him. Because there was, I mean, if he had a clear court, there was time. To make it down, but they were just like, no way. We'll let anybody else make this, not him. This is their fourth straight win. They are rolling. They have a big win against Denver. You know, after after the struggles from what we've seen from Boston this year, what what's kind of your takeaway of looking at this? Are you feeling a little more confident about them? Yeah, I, I always thought they would kind of get it together. They've they've 
they're a lot better than their records, certainly. Uh, the play of Kemba Walker lately has been encouraging. I thought he was really good tonight for them, for the most part. And then the, the front office basically forcing their hand and saying, okay, Robert Williams is your only capable center now, <laughs> and you have to use him. And I thought that he had some good moments tonight. He had that tip in, uh, and they know that they've got a guy in the middle that's going to be able to help on the offensive glass when Tatum and Brown drive. And so uh, I, I like that. And then all, obviously Marcus Smart getting back and healthy. The guy is just all over the place all the time. And some sometimes it's it's not great, but most of the time it gets you the results you want. It's just it's just pure energy with smart. Yep. But you touched on the most important thing. Kemba Walker looking like himself a little bit in this game is really what Celtics are going to need going forward because that's it, right? Like we know what we're going to get from Tatum. We know what we're going to get from Jalen Brown. I mean, Jason Tatum finished with 32, Jalen Brown with 24. And, you know, Walker coming in with 21, that's the big thing for them. That's, that's the, the third piece they need. Real quick before we move on. What are you looking at with Portland? Because they've been struggling lately. It's all about Portland's lack of defense. They've got guys that can put the ball in the hoop with Dame and CJ and Nurkic can do it at times. And they've got Melo that can do it at times. And they just got Norman Powell in a deal. So to me, it's just, can they get it together on the defensive end? Uh, Robert Covington is a nice help defender and can, can be a good defender at times, but he's not your lockdown guy. And then off the bench, you're bringing in guys like Cantor, who is gobbling up boards and putting up big numbers, but giving back just as much on the other end. And then you have inexperienced guys like Nasir Little. Uh, they just don't have a defensive identity whatsoever, and they just rely on Damian Lillard to deliver in the clutch. Let's go to the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Indiana Pacers. Kind of a Paul George return to the town game. And he didn't disappoint, man. He scored his fourth straight game in a row with 30 plus, had 36. And this one is the Clippers won 126 to 115. I mean, Paul George was amazing. It wasn't just the scoring. Eight assists, seven rebounds. Like, I thought he had a really great game for the, the Clippers tonight. He was unbelievable. And this game was really close throughout the whole thing up until the fourth quarter. And Paul George basically went on a run on his own and then put the game out of reach for the Pacers from then on. But yeah, Paul George, he hasn't lost in Indiana since he was traded there to Oklahoma City. And uh, you can see why he was amazing tonight. <laughs> he was he was great. And, and I mean, he had that beautiful dunk along the baseline, a little Ooh. cocked it back and then and, and dunked it. You know, the, the Clippers held the Pacers to just 18 points in the fourth quarter. Really impressive kind of with that. I don't know about you, Andrew, but I'm looking at the Clippers and I'm just feeling like they're beginning to get in the groove here. This is their sixth game in a row. I think they've won. They're rolling. No Kawhi Leonard tonight. Uh, I think he's probably going to play tomorrow. It was a resting him off of a back-to-back, or this is the first end of the back-to-back. And mm -hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see how they go. But I just kind of like the way everything's coming together. I think Rondo comes in. I think he does a great job off the bench, kind of being another playmaker for them. They're beginning to round into form, and, and it's happening quietly because nobody wants to believe in the Clippers. But they're even turning me into a Clipper fan. I know. <laughs> Three weeks ago, I would have said, I don't believe in the Clippers. You can go and write them off. The last, the six-game stretch in particular, 
I I watch them think, oh my gosh, they kind of have a lot of guys. They have a lot of guys that I think can play in the playoffs. Like a lot of them. Like Terrence Mann, depending on who's in the lineup, will play, won't play. He played tonight. He was spectacular. Yep. He was like he was really good for them. Then like Nick Batum was incredible tonight. Five blocks? Four, five blocks for Batum. Blocks. Yes. <laughs> and he's just that's just icing on the cake, man. Like he's 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 been very good for them. And you add Rondo to that mix. I really like what they have. And even Reggie Jackson. Like he, Reggie didn't shoot the ball well, but Reggie's been pretty steady for them and a guy that they've been able to count on recently. So I'm I'm very impressed with them. I need to see what Paul George looks like come playoff time. But if he's anything like this, then I think the Western Conference uh, has something to fear. I mean, it's going to be really interesting, you know, just just watching them. I feel bad for the Pacers, man. Pacers, they get big games, you know. Malcolm Brogdon, 29. Karis LeVert, 26. DeMontis Sabonis, 20. TJ McConnell had a mo- had a couple of moments in this yeah. game with 13 points. He had like nine points in like three minutes is what it felt like in the first mm-hmm. half. And it just falls apart on them at the end. Which is, it, this it, is putting a 31-year streak at jeopardy because they've had a winning record at home for 31 years in a row. Isn't that unbelievable? That's that's actually an unbelievable streak. 31 years is amazing. To do anything consecutive for 31 straight years is is phenomenal. Anything. Uh, anything. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of sad now. Now you've made me sad, I Andrew. I know. And it's it perfect because it leads us to our most depressing subject of the day. The news broke out. I think we were all concerned about it. Jamal Murray tore his ACL in the game against the Golden State Warriors against uh, for the Denver Nuggets. Terrible news. He's going to be out for the season. Damn. That's all I got. I know, man. I I was going to... I was ready to step out with my bold take of I think the Nuggets can really make a push for the title this year. I think they've been that good. I think Jokic has been that good. I think Jamal's been that good. And now they're going to be a playoff team. I think they're going to be a frisky playoff team, but I don't want to talk about them as a frisky playoff team. I wanted to talk about them as a title contender and without Jamal, they just can't do it. I feel bad for Jamal, uh, but I know he'll come back and he'll be as strong as ever, but it's just such a bummer to see uh, a really great team lose a guy like Jamal. Yeah. I mean, you you said it. This team was a title contender. We were looking at this team going like, this team's going to be it. And now, without Murray, I just don't think they're going to be able to pull it off this year. And that's how we're going to end today's show on a downer, <laughs> unfortunately. But great games across the league on Tuesday night. Be sure to check out all the great shows on the Athletic Podcast Network. House of Strauss, The Athletic NBA Show with Tampering, Buds, uh, Hoops Adjacent, Point of Contention. I'm on Nerder Shiro. Andrew Schleck's got a show on Saturday, which is totally forgetting the name of it right now. Slam and Jam. Slam and Jam. Great name. Very sad I forgot it. Folks, thank you for waking up with us. And one more thing, Ramadan Mubarak to all my friends out there. Andrew, send us home. Dort, dort.